0: Hello and welcome to the KK Wrestle Factory. My name is Kyle. I am one of your hosts. And today we are going to be talking about our experience at For the Love of Wrestling. But before we get into that, let me introduce my co-host. It is Kayleigh.
1: Hello, I'm back. Haven't been banned. Good times.
0: I'm surprised. I am I am surprised. Um, I thought a video version with you. Dangerous game. Dangerous game. But we seem to be doing well.
1: Oh, really well? I don't even know that many people. Yeah.
0: I'm a bit bit miffed, to be honest. Um, So last week, obviously, we did our WrestleZone and Anarchy review. Put it up on YouTube for the first time. We've done a video podcast. And um, it was very well received, which is quite surprising for me. Um, So, yeah. Thank you very much to everyone who watched. Yeah. Um, people are still listening to the audio version as well which is fantastic um, obviously all our videos now are going to be put up on YouTube so please make sure you follow us or subscribe to us over on YouTube even um, at k and Wrestle Factory we've so far got 17 subscribers Kayleigh how does that feel?
1: That's I didn't think we were going to have any I thought just me and you were going to follow it maybe a couple of, couple of people but no it's done a lot better than I expected
0: honestly we're up there with Mr Beast at this point you know <laughs> Okay. I i expect to be getting a 17 subscriber plaque from youtube immediately uh, but anyway uh, aside from you know our, our chat this week about full of wrestling there's a few things we need to catch up on in the the world of wrestling the the main being that we have uh, we're going on a trip in september
1: i am so excited so i'm finally going to see cardiff which is cool Um but yeah, we managed to get Clash at the Castle tickets, which was the hardest experience of my life. trying to get them. Honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't a fun time. So, Kyle had like a. We all signed up for pre-sale, and I'm going to guess a lot of people were in the same boat. They just didn't send it. So, Kyle managed to get a pre-sale code. I decided to be cheeky and, on my break, decided to like try and go on it. So then, yeah, managed to score some tickets. Ticketmaster's weird, though. Like, you were in the queue, what, like, a good 20 minutes before me? Yeah, I was, like, 8,000 people ahead of you when they finally gave me my designated number, so...
0: Yeah, it seems that the way it works is, like, it doesn't matter when you joined the waiting room, they just randomly assign you a number. Um, So, yeah, you seem to have the luck, which is... uh... Which is good for us, I guess. Not so good for other people. Uh, It was good of WWE, though, to send out the pre-sale code at 6 minutes past 12, when the tickets went on sale at 12. Uh, So thanks for that, uh, guys. But luckily, we got there anyway. So we've got our tickets. We're up in the nosebleeds. I'm looking forward to it regardless. It's going to be a good weekend. Yeah,
1: it'll be really exciting. Again, just getting to travel to Cardiff, me, you, and your brother are going, going, so that'll be fun as well. And yeah, just having a UK pay per view is going to be so exciting just to see what shenanigans to have with. So Let's And see. it
0: it really, you know, continues our our jet set and personas that we've got, um, at this rate with the wrestling. Even though we really just travel to Aberdeen, that's that's pretty
1: much it. We've been a few places. Where have we been? We've been Sheffield, mm-hmm. we've been Aberdeen, Glasgow does Paisley count? No. Nope. There's, there's no Glasgow, so I'm going to count it. Um, I'm on the spot now, I can't think. Newcastle. You've been, Newcastle. You've been to America. I don't want to speak about that. Yep. Um, I don't know if I've been anywhere else. Just do what we do. See, I'm looking
0: forward to it. Um, there's rumours that the main event's going to be Drew against Reigns, or Drew versus Tyson Fury, so either way, that'll be fun. So uh,
1: yeah, I'm hoping it's the former. The Tyson Fury one, would... I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of um, people that aren't wrestlers wrestling and taking up a whole spot. But again, at the same time, that was Tyson Fury. At least you know you're going to get something fun out of it. So,
0: I mean, the that? entrance, the entrance alone, yeah, is is worth it with Tyson Fury after his uh, Saudi Arabia shenanigans um, when, he <laughs> when he wrestled there. The match was terrible. But, oh yeah. Uh, that was uh that was about that. Um but yeah that's pretty much it. I've not really been doing anything else in terms of wrestling um in the last the last week or so. Um we've started watching Best of the Super Juniors, which Kayleigh, you can tell everyone how much you love that.
1: I just oh, I'm just not a massive like Japanese wrestling fan. I know everyone's gonna now come for me. Um
0: Zack Dynamite will be raging.
1: It's like, some of it I'm into, some of it I'm not. I can watch it, but I'm just not, just not 100% behind it. Just now. But it's like anything, I'm really bad, and this is is something I know about myself. If I don't know all the people or know everything about it, I really struggle to get involved. So even when I go to like a show for the first time, if I don't really know a lot of people, or know anyone on it, I'm a bit reserved. So I don't know a lot of people that are on it. So I'm a bit like, I don't really, I'm not really into it yet, but to be fair, we watched it, the second one, I was a bit more into it, so, yeah, that's what it is, but mm. if we don't put it on again, I'm not going to be sad.
0: Maybe by the final, you'll be totally hooked. Who knows? Probably not. Where do things have happened. Um, so yeah, so this week, uh, we are talking about our escapades to Liverpool for for The Love of Wrestling, uh, the second edition of the, the convention. Kayleigh, what is... For the love
1: of wrestling right for those who don't know come here and i'm gonna tell you basically it's just a massive like it's like comic-con for wrestling everyone knows what a comic-con is so you've got all these wrestlers that are going to be there all these vendors just loads of stuff going on and you pay your ticket you can go there you can pay for meeting greets with people autograph sessions etc just everything wrestling related so for a wrestling fan it is brilliant you've got a bit of everything so we decided to book some tickets basically if anything like this comes up i'm the first person to be like hey Kyle, can we go and Kyle was then shouts at me and goes no we've not got the money we're not doing it but then this is this is what happened though i found out jeff hardy was going to be there so of course i was like i don't care how much it costs get the credit card out we are going Booked it. Decided to book all these people. Jeff Hardy pulled out, didn't he? Raging, like honestly, it it ruined it ruined my day when I found out because Team Extreme were like my thing growing up, and I've met Leah, love. I've met Matt as broken Matt, but still it counts. Um, I just had to meet Jeff, and that was like my little my little moment. So, was very gutted. Raven pulled out too, which was really gutting. Um big fan of Raven, but it is what it is, so what do you think?
0: Yeah, so when I first heard of it, it's one of those things you don't really know what you're getting into until you, you actually go, so I don't know, I've been to like, I've obviously been to Access at WrestleMania before, um, and that's obviously, a, that's obviously a whole different ball game because it's a uh, it's WRB, but again, that was a very rushed experience and like you only have a certain amount of time and all that, So I don't know if that was it was gonna be similar to that. Um then you see things like WrestleCon, which looks a bit depressing a lot of the time, uh with folk like Virgil just sitting, um, Winnie Pals. So you never know. Um but again when Jeff Hardy got announced, I think that was kind of us going right, we'll, we'll go when do you get the chance to meet Jeff Hardy? Apparently never um is the answer. Um <laughs> and, you know we thought, let's just go for it. So we started planning all that stuff.
1: Um, the thing is, you've never been to like a con before, haven't you not? No. Okay. So of course I've been to Comic-Con.
0: Of course.
1: Which is like, everyone knows. Massive nerd. Um, so yeah, been to like Comic-Con and stuff. But I've never been to like a wrestling-related one before. So it was a bit like, I didn't really know 100% what to expect. The only thing I could guarantee was going to be, it was going to be very overwhelming. And a lot of sweaty old men. And both happened. But sw- and
0: I... Sweaty young men as well.
1: True, true. And we'll get into more about the the weird men there when we, when we get right into it. But it was fun. I enjoyed myself. And to be fair, that's all that matters at the end of the day. So, yeah.
0: Well, before we start talking about the actual con, right, let's start talking about how we got there and our uh, our travel. So... Obviously, this was meant to take place um, in 2020, Mm. and then COVID obviously postponed it. Then it was meant to take place in 2021. Again, COVID postponed it. uh, And it finally took place in in 2022. So it was going to push back and push back. So we we didn't really plan much until later on. Um, Trying to get a hotel in Liverpool when this was on was a nightmare. It was the same weekend as the Merseyside Derby.
1: And Craig David.
0: And Craig David, apparently. um. So it was it was difficult. So uh, we ended up in what was essentially a prison cell for the right.
1: weekend. No, wait, right, we have to explain it in a bit more detail. So me and Kyle travel a wee bit. Not like jet-setting, I mean, up and down the country, just for stuff. So we stayed in a number of hotels and things. We you know, just the minimum you expect from a hotel room. So we're looking in Liverpool. So two weeks prior, I was in Liverpool with my friends and we had this amazing hotel room. It was dead cheap, right in the middle of town. Brilliant. So if anything, I was trying to book that again. And I looked, it was like three times the price. And I was like, I'm not paying all that for it. So looking around and I thought where the venue was and literally metres away was this hotel. And I was like, I wonder why that's not been snapped up. Checked the reviews. And ironically, it didn't say anyone's been murdered there. So I was like, fair play, I I can stay there. We got there. And then this is where it just turned into a whole thing. So first of all, we stopped in the middle of town. And we kept walking. Kept walking. Kept walking. Google Maps just kept saying, go a little bit further. We were in the middle of nowhere. And we were like, oh damn. Turns out that's also where the convention is. So like, that's okay. We got into the hotel. And first of all, the people behind the desk were so rude. They were basically just shouting at us. And I was like, you're lucky that I don't want kicked out right now. So we, we were fine. We were polite. Didn't even have a lift. So after walking, which felt like five years, stuck on a bus for hours, we then had to climb all the stairs to put us on the top floor, didn't they? With a heavy case. I'm not very good at packing light. So and that's what it is. That was it. Then we got to our room. And me and Kyle both, before we like even tapped the wee thing for our door, we were like, it can't be that bad. It'll be okay. We opened this door. Do you want to start describing some of the things about this room which just made it magic?
0: Well, the first thing that came to mind was plain white walls. No, like, nothing on the walls. You know, you expect maybe a bit of, you know, a bit of artwork, maybe not, not even fancy stuff. You know, just a wee, a wee, painting or something on the wall, a wee photo on the wall or something. No, white walls right around.
1: Like a padded cell.
0: Essentially, yeah. Um, carpets. They had carpeted the bed, so like, un- there was no under the bed. It was like a, it was kind of like a divan sort of thing, right? So it was, it was that. But like the the carpet went all the way up to the bottom of the bed.
1: So there was no under the bed. Which the only good thing is it means you couldn't like. To get anything under the bed, you know, when you go out, you check out a hotel. It might just be me. I got under the bed to make sure that none of like nothing rolled under. I had no problem. There was there was no under the bed. Problem is though, I kept stubbing my toes in the side of the bed because I don't expect there to be a box under the bed, but that's what it is. Um, the best part was the wardrobe. So you expect well, a, a wardrobe. A lack of. There was one hook on the wall with three hangers. Just exposed in the middle of the gaff. Just, that was it. There you go. Telly was in the corner, as high as it could go, at an angle, which wasn't really used to anyone unless you were standing up on the bed. Which, of course, if that's how you sleep in a hotel, fair play. But um it did its job. I slept in it. The bed was nice enough. I didn't die. But honestly... It wasn't worth the money we spent
0: on it. That's to- all I'll say. The toilet as well. So the bathroom itself was was tiny, right? To the point where I had to sit sideways in the toilet because I couldn't fit. Yeah, it
1: was bad. I could fit when the door was
0: open. But that's rude, right? So when you close the door, it wouldn't close past my knees. So I had to like sit sideways on the toilet, which was a strange a strange experience yeah
1: Um. also not even just that so i'm quite tall i'm like 5'8 5'9 so when i just sat in the toilet like my knee was in one shower my other knee was (laughs) out the door there was no modesty do you know what i mean like you literally were getting showered on as you sat in the toilet you were like it's a whole whole thing and it was like a weird like spaceship toilet which was strange and then they gave you one for all soap, so the same soap that you would wash your hair, condition your body, moisturize yourself with toothpaste was also for washing <laughs> your hands. Like nothing is five in one. I don't care what you say. So um, again, somewhere to rest our heads. I'm not going to like complain about that. It was minutes away from the actual venue, which came in really handy. Um. Bit of a shithole, though. a
0: wee no. bit, just a wee bit. I wouldn't go back, uh, but yeah, again, had we, I'm sure that the normal pricing isn't you know what we paid for it. So maybe if we'd paid the normal pricing, it would have seemed okay. Uh, but yeah, for the price we paid for three nights, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely not value for money there. Uh, but that obviously, deciding to to being in Liverpool and, and actually going to the convention uh, itself. So day one. We get ourselves up early. Convention starts at what nine o'clock was it? Um It started at half nine.
1: It was. I think it was nine that you got early entry. So we we booked our tickets for getting in. Some meet and greets and stuff. We booked early entry because I wanted in first because I've got really bad FOMO, and we also booked after party tickets. So we had the whole shebang. So yeah, we um, nine o'clock, but I had to get up at like what six seven. Yep. Um So anyone that knows me, which will be everyone listening, because it's of the people that listen to us, and if you're listening to this one, amazing. Um, I decided that I was going to go and cosplay, because I don't do anything by halves, and I thought who better to cosplay as, than just herself, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I love a bit of cosplay. Number two, I was going to meet her, and I thought if I was at least dressed up, maybe I wouldn't break down meeting her. Um, And a couple of years ago, I bought a replica women's championship and Kyle thought I wasted my money and I would never use it, so I had to show him that I will use it. Long story short. So yeah, full scale, I had the, the, the kind of cat suit sort of thing that she wore when she turned at the Royal Rumble. I had the exact same boots she was wearing. I had the, the belt, the hair. Class time. I felt like a G. So... Wasn't as many people dressed up as I thought. I thought everyone was <laughs> going to be dressed up and I thought I would blend in. I was one of like five. So it is what it is.
0: But, I mean, it happens, you know. Yeah. There was there was you and, and Sting.
1: <laughs> and The Undertaker. But I, could, I was trying to get you to dress up you just wouldn't do it.
0: I'm glad I didn't now.
1: It would have been fun. I don't know what you would have went as. Maybe like an Aspen cosplay mm-hmm. since you basically look the same, but that's about it.
0: Mankind, maybe?
1: Maybe. Like... I don't know.
0: Um, so yeah, so we get there at nine o'clock, uh, walk into the, the convention hall. What were kind of your, your first impressions walking in?
1: It was cool. So again, I've been to cons before. Um, but it was nice to see what this one was like. So first of all, the... The centre was really quite big, really nicely spaced out. Everyone was cool, but when you first walked in, there was security, obviously in like the big metal detectors and stuff. And the wee security guy was having such a laugh with us. Um, he was having a great time, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to see him again. Walked all the way in, and yeah, when we, when we finally got in, the is, I think they let us in early. And it was just like really, really cool. So in the middle of the the room, they had the main ring set up, which is where Future Shock wasn't it?
0: Yep.
1: Future shock. Over to which to me is my my right. There's a lot of um kind of like wrestling vendors have a lot of like toys and figures and a bit a little bit of artwork and stuff which was cool and right in the back you had all the posters and that set up. That's where the sign ins were gonna be. Which was cool. It was really nicely laid out. I've been to some before where it's like the sign ins are in the middle of the floor, and you're like, what's the point in that? Like where can everyone queue Nice at the back of the room, which was a lot easier. To that, then at the back you had some like vendors that had like really cool props and stuff. Like one had a stage and things, but we'll get into that in more detail later on. And then the other side was um, different kind of vendors. They had things like old magazines and more artwork and food and a lot of like kind of show, like just showing off sort of things in a good space. So you had the people with like belt collectors and like Hasbro and and then you had the, the progress ring and the booths for getting like your pictures and stuff. So very nicely laid out. It was it was really clear where everything was. Again, you sometimes go to these things. I can only really speak for this because I know you've not been to them. And they're really all over the place and you're not really sure and they... I don't know if anyone's been to it in Glasgow. It reminds me of the Forge Market. That's a very niche reference, if anyone understands that. But literally you get lost. This was so easy to see everything. Um So yeah, what did you think when you saw it since it's your first time seeing anything like that?
0: Yeah, it was it was weird, because when I walked in, it was kind of like, I kind of had that thing of, like, is there going to be enough here to kind of fill two days' worth of stuff? Like, am I going to walk around all the vendors and go, all right, cool, I've seen everything, then do the meet and greets and stuff, and then go, okay. But it was weird. Like, I felt like there was stuff we could have done. I mean, there was so much stuff to do, um, it kind of just kept you, kept you busy. Um yeah. It was quite overwhelming, all the, the kind of memorabilia and stuff and, like, all the, the kind of stalls to, like, buy stuff and that. That was, like, the magazines and stuff were kind of the biggest one. Like, there was a stall that sold old programs and, like, old magazines and stuff like that. And they must have had hundreds and hundreds, possibly oh. even thousands, of old wrestling magazines um, going all the way back to the 60s and stuff like that. And, yeah. yeah, just ciphering through them and, like, kind of going through that was quite was quite a lot. Um and yeah, it was just—it was just a massive. It was a spectacle, wasn't it? It was, it was kind of a big, a big sort of event, which was which was quite interesting. Like, I it wasn't really what I expected, mm-hmm. so uh, I was I was pretty chuffed with that.
1: Do you know uh, what shocked me though? Like this is about this going to be a controversial moment, so beware. Something that shocked me—the amount of people trying to punt Chris Benoit mm-hmm. and stuff, sign things and all that. The the weirdly like morbid collector part of me wanted to own one of them just because of that but then Kyle like really talked about it um, but they had like signed posters they had like signed figures they had like all this sort of stuff and I was like it's a bit taboo um, I don't know I'm a shy for taboo but you know I was I'm a bit like whoa I a bit yeah. weird about this there's a lot of it like a lot more than you'd ever expect which was funny there was one thing that stood out in particular this big poster of them which was signed which again was a bit like and it was quite cheap as well. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Day two, at the end of the day, I just saw this one random <laughs> weird guy that lives in the bottom of his basement just hugging it, really proud of it. And I was like, you creepy, creepy man. But whatever. Whatever floats his boat.
0: Fair play. Uh, so early on, it was time to, to meet some wrestlers. Because the issue is, with these with these sort of things, we kind of noticed that we'd booked so much like to to meet so many people that you kind of find it hard to kind of plan it in throughout the day. So um, at about what ten o'clock in the morning, it was time to meet uh, Mister John Bradshaw Layfield. So what were your what were you thinking going in to meet big big JBL?
1: I was so excited yet so worried. I love JBL so much, um, and you hear all these mixed reviews. You hear something about a bam, something he's not and stuff. What was good, though, give him a shout-out. Your friend was there. Um, and he was doing like the photography and videography and stuff. Aaron, um, shout-out to him. And he said, actually, it was quite a nice guy. So I was like, okay, calm my nerves a little bit, which was which was fun. Um, but yeah, waiting in the queue, I then it started feeling real. Like, we were there, but we hadn't saw anyone yet. We hadn't saw any big names and stuff. We saw a couple of people setting up, but no one in particular. So I was like, it was strange, but then standing in like, the queue, getting ready for it, I was like, oh, what bit. is he going to shout at me? Like, I had no reason for him to, but I was like, oh, kind of like getting the thrill. like, oh, I can't believe I'm meeting JBL. But um, I made a pact with myself. I wasn't going to get a normal photo with anyone. I'm like, if you're spending all that money, I'm not going to then just go up to someone and do the... Nah, that's that's not how you play the game with me. I want to have a memorable photo, which I did. But before I go into that, I'll I'll just find out what what did you think about meeting like, and the lead up to meeting JBL. Well,
0: we've spoken about this before. I hate meeting wrestlers. Like I I don't know I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. There's so many weird things that can happen. Like the time that I went for a, hi- a handshake with Bubbery Dudley, he went for a fist bump and we ended up in a cabbage situation. <laughs> um, that was a whole thing. Um, there was the time I met Scotty Too and decided to just pick a random match out off the network and talk to him about it. So I had something to talk about. Um, and we were talking about like a tag match from King of the Ring or something like that. Um, and he, to be fair, the man remembered it. um thought so
1: a big moment
0: in his life was it the man said so many different matches He didn't even win he didn't win nor lose he wasn't he it was a fatal four why was, did you
1: talk about it then
0: i don't know um and then yeah just there's, there's so many of these awkward situations um meeting kurt angle um and he just wasn't really interested um there's, there's all these different ones I, okay. I just don't i just don't like it right my one of my favorite people i've met is jim cornett Um, Hence why I love Jim Cornette to this day. I'm so jealous. Nicest man I've ever met in my life. Took a photo for free. Did not charge anyone any money for photos. Um, He just sat there and took photos with people before the show. That's Um, nice. And he loved it. I think he just enjoyed being around everyone at WrestleMania weekend because everyone's mental. um, And he's also mental. So yeah, uh, shout out to Jim. But yeah, I mean, I was was a bit... (sighs) apprehensive i would say about me about me and jbl um i've always been a big fan of him as well that's the that's the thing um you know from when he was bradshaw on the apa and then when he was jbl during the early 2000s um smackdown sort of stuff like i've always loved jbl
1: yeah so to meet him was was weird well that's the thing like see what you were saying i think it's like you always hear of these like The older generation wrestlers and stuff like coming over and doing things which is cool and it's it's nice and i love it and stuff but when you really think about that's like the era that cements most like of course the age i am like i love the actual era and stuff but see when you actually think about it the ruthless aggression era was the time that's when i used to go to school i used to like talk to all my friends about it we were really into it i was the weird girl like wrestling go figure um, but some of the boys would talk to me about it. The rest of them would just not always to speak to me because of it. But that was like the time, that was like me and my mum used to go and watch wrestling with my brother. Like we used to like sit down, we used to watch like Raw and SmackDown. We used to convince my dad to buy the pay per and he'd say no and we'd buy them anyway. I'm, like fun times. Um and the thing for me, my first ever live wrestling show, JBL was in the main event with John Cena, um, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold. Random bit fun. So I was like, oh this this felt really like full circle for me. Do you know what I mean? So I was really excited. Um but on the way up, so as I was saying, I haven't had as many weird interactions with meeting these guys. I don't know if it's just because I'm quite outspoken. So I just go in for it and maybe they don't feel as awkward or if it's because I'm female, we don't have a lot of them. I don't know. Maybe they're nicer to me but normally I have quite good experiences, but again, as I said earlier on, I was like, I am going to have a fun experience with this, so, I'm going to take you back a little minute to explain my my photo, so last year, uh my birthday party, I had this big birthday party, it was like festival themed, and when everyone turned up, there was music playing, we were outside, it was all fun, and then the drunker I got, the more I thought it'd be funny to have theme songs for people. So when everyone was walking in the tent, I would then make a theme song for them. So me and Lewis decided to keep playing JBL's theme. And the drunker we got, the funnier it was to hear JBL's theme because it has the moo. So it goes... Dun, 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 we thought it was hilarious to the point where we were just peeing ourselves laughing for about, I don't know, three hours or something. Everyone had decided that they were over us by that point, And I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And we kept doing this, the longhorns, like go mir to each other. And it became a thing. So from then to now, every so often, we bring up JBL, we whip the longhorns. That That's what you do. So I decided, rather than go up to JBL and go, hey, can I have a photo? Whatever. I was like, so, hi, how are you? Blah, blah. I spoke to him and went, so, I don't want to take a normal photo of that's so all right, Do you mind if we do something for me, my friend? And he was like, sorry. I was like, so me and my friend love to sit and listen to your theme song and, and whip out the longhorns, can we do it? And of course he went, the long the long what? I went, the longhorns like on your like on your cart like this! And he was like, okay so then now I've got a photo of me doing this with JBL which is so cool well, the downside is my bib um, was falling out of my top so I have to like photoshop it before I show anyone because it's really embarrassing but it was a fun moment though you got to experience it from behind. So, what was it like watching me, like confuse the poor man?
0: Well, I was I was deeply concerned initially <laughs> because you you never know. See that time stands still in those moments. You know when you're kind of when you're just talking to JBL and asking him to do the Longhorns, <laughs> and he's like, "You want me to do what?" And I was like, the, the Longhorns." It, it was a whole thing. And I'm standing there already nervous waiting to get my photo taken and I'm just kind of standing there going okay, <laughs> just relax she's not going to offend Mr Layfield and then uh, yeah, he took the photo and it was hilarious uh, and then I went and took my standard wrestling pose photo with him uh, said thank you very much and left that was kind of a theme for the weekend with everyone I met I just went Nice to meet you, shook the hand, took the photo. Thank you very much. Shook the hand, left.
1: No, I not I, I didn't was do getting my money's worth. No, I'm not paying like I don't know, like sixty quid just to do nah, I'm gonna tell them, Hello, how are you? Big fan, here's a story, here's an antidote, let's do this. I'm 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 doing it. And they were all fine. See to be quite honest, they were all lovely about it. And JBL especially, he was really nice and I noticed the people before him, he wanted to talk to them and they just kept like walking away. So I thought this is my time to shine. I will talk to you all day, sir. Um so yeah, I decided to do that. But he was lovely. Do you not think so? He was a lot nicer than I thought.
0: He was. He was a nice man. He was a yeah. he was a very nice man. Um but after we met JBL we had to go and rush to uh, to meet the world's most famous referee, yeah. Mr Earl Hebner, a man who so does actually cute. call his matches Down the middle, unlike the Wrestlezone officials. But we were going to meet Earl Hebner, which wasn't just a normal photo op, it was Mm. in a ring with a belt.
1: It was so fun. It's like, I've only been in a ring once before, and it was with Wolfgang, which was interesting. Got a photo op with him where I did I flop him off. I think I did. I was like, no, what? No, I did something, I did something funny to him in my photo. It's really funny, right? Well, anyway, again, you know what I'm like, I don't like a normal photo, and I was dressed as Poison Ivy, so that's like a whole other moment in my life. Um, but yeah, it was fun, so we were over, it was a Progress ring, and the owners in that were there, weren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, the Lee McAteer, and I can't remember the guy's name.
1: Yeah, so they were there, there was like Progress peeps just kicking about, um, Lana and just running about in her dress. um. But it was fun again. He looked like he was having a brilliant time, Earl. Because I didn't know, seeing they're a bit older, you never know if they're going to be like a bit more uncomfortable doing this. And then poor him, he was only meant to do it for like what an hour, but then he had to be there for like three. For people that were meeting him, so I was like, oh, the wee soul's going to be absolutely shattered the time we get there. But queued up, got in the ring. I was offended. They like they opened it so I could go under the bottom like rope. But my outfit was like so tight. I was like, I can't. Can you just stop? Can you just let me get in the ring normally? Because you're making me like bend <laughs> over, and I'm gonna fall out the ring, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, and I had like my belt with me, so I was like, tr- I was like, gonna just get out my roads and let me in, um, uh, politely, obviously, because I'm always polite. Um, and yeah, then we got our our wee photos. He was, how cute was he though? I keep saying it, but how gorgeous was he? Just a wee man.
0: He was a nice old man. Uh, the only issue was we were rushing for our next photo op. So we kind of just got in the ring, took a photo and just ran. Uh, which is not good when you're getting in and out of a wrestling ring. Uh, because you will fall. And uh, yeah. we had a few close calls. But uh, we managed to oh. get in and out without, without difficulty.
1: My favourite thing to do is watch wrestling fans try and get in at a wrestling ring and now again i'm not a wrestler i'm not saying i'm great at it but i've watched it enough times i know how to not make an arse of it i know how to get in stance get out do you know what i mean I've, wa- I've watched it plenty of times watching people in front of us trying to get in and out that ring was hilarious like genuinely hilarious guys falling about the place and all that and stuff it still doesn't beat when ICW did the meet and greet with Sabu in the ring, and people <laughs> were literally falling through the ropes and falling out the ring, and just it was a mess. Like, have you never seen a wrestler get in the ring? Like,
0: I think what throws people off is they don't realize how high the ropes are. Yeah, so like the middle rope is a lot higher than you you think,
1: yeah. so you really
0: need to kind of give it a bit of welly to get your first leg over and then in. Yeah, and if you don't hold on you're screwed so uh, yeah a lot of people uh, a, i think a lot of people don't realize that uh,
1: yeah.
0: and, and end up falling out backwards which it's is so funny people falling is my favorite thing um but anyway we had to go and rush because our next meet and greet um no one's special i don't think anyone's interested in, in hearing this are they Kayleigh? Oh my gosh it
1: was just status. right I'm going to have to explain this. So again, you you queue over. She was at number, she was at A. So we ran all the way over. You had like wee tickets and stuff, came over, etc. then you wait in a big queue. It's like a big, like, like, like cattle hair thing, right? You're like queued up. So you're just standing. And then where we were beside, that's where the wrestlers will go from where they were. And then they walk over and they, they go to their booth, etc. which is fine. I am not an emotional person. Like, I, I don't cry that often or anything but for some reason when i saw a stratus i started like welling up like i just i got so overwhelmed like i can't describe it i wanted to start crying like honestly like it was just so much because again i'm going to be soppy for a minute like Leah and Trish were like such a big deal um they are my favorite ever match which is controversial because it's like whatever, people always think you can't have a favourite match, a women's match, whatever Um, I love them so much they like got me into wrestling so to see her in front of me, it was just oh, I had to take a moment, I'm shouting at Kyle I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be sick or what, like I can't meet her right now, I'm stressing out Um, but then we got down to the bottom and I was like, Kyle, like, what am I going to do I don't even know what I'm going to say to her so everyone else, I talked a big game about I'm going to do like all this stuff and whatever but when it came to her I literally just thought I was going to shit myself. Like, <laughs> which, like, no offence, but that was a really ruined moment. And I was, yes. wearing, I was wearing an all-in-one bodysuit, so it would have been terrible. Um, but before I explain what went on when I met her, I'll, I'll let you kind of talk for a minute how you felt in the queue. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, again, already feel awkward meeting wrestlers. Um, female wrestlers, even worse. Uh, because I feel like as a as a guy, you've got to put in extra steps to make sure they know that you're not one of the creepy ones. Yeah. Uh, so already there's a bit of, of awkwardness uh, there. I thought meeting JBL at the start made it a bit easier because mm. we'd already met him. He was nice. We're sorted. You're relaxed. You're kind of in the comfort zone. I wasn't. Bit. You weren't obviously. Um, so yeah, I mean. There wasn't really too much to think about it, to be honest. I was just kind of going with the, the flow at this point. Um, but yeah, she was she was a very nice person. It was a, a lovely person. Uh, her That's obviously why her and Lita get along, because we've met them both, and they were both lovely.
1: Honestly, they are two of the nicest people, not biased, two of the nice people to meet. And the thing is, I was the most nervous to meet her out of everybody because I held her on such like a pedestal. They always say never meet like your heroes, etc. So I was thinking if she wasn't nice, even though I've heard a lot of rumors that she has been, that would have crushed me like genuinely. Like I would have just had to have went home at that point. I would have just crawled in a ball, and that'd have been me. So I I was walking up and stuff when I was like in my my gear, as you know, and when we got there, they... So when you stand there, there's like people working the the con and they talk to you and stuff before you like go out and meet them and stuff and they were talking, Oh like, love what your dress does and stuff, blah blah. blah. So I was talking to them. Everything was cool. And then I just heard, Oh my god, hi. And I looked over and I just went like everything just dropped. Like I just I could just couldn't take it in anymore. And I was just pretty high I was like, Hi, hello. Just trying to like put on a brave face. Walked over and she was saying that she loved my outfit. She's like, Oh, I love what you're wearing and I was like oh it's obviously it's based off of like your outfit she's like oh yeah I can tell I love it all and she's like do a spin let me see next thing you know I'm spinning for her because <laughs> of course she could have asked me to do anything at that point and I would have said yeah um I was like mm-hmm. um oh it's so nice and she was complimenting it saying she loved it and it was so cool again this was all going so fast I just couldn't take it all in I'm just sitting going yeah okay hi um then we went to take our, our photo and she was like asking my name. So said, oh, What's your name? And I was like, Oh, it's Kayleigh. And she's like, Oh, that's so cool. So then we went to take our photo and I had like my belt and stuff. And I was like, Do you want to like hold it? And she was like, Are oh, you the champion today? And I was like, oh, Thanks. And um, so obviously I did the pose, the Trish, like number one. um, And then as soon as we were done, I was like, Again, thank you so much. It genuinely means a lot. Like, such a big fan talking about you. And she was like, Are you am I meeting you later on? Are you coming over later on? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, please stop by. I really want to speak to you more. So, of course, I was like, oh my god. She was like, I really enjoyed speaking to you. I love what you're wearing. I really want to speak to you again later. And I was like, okay! Um, so then, I then, like, hodled off, nearly in tears. Um, Kyle then went up and went, you're right. Um, Just around <laughs> the moment. Um, Yeah, and it was just, like, the coolest experience ever like anyone that i've spoke to i've told this story to there i don't think there's many people that haven't already heard this story but honestly it was like a magical moment for me i don't know if i came across as cool as i thought i did um i probably just sweating from from your perspective but
0: well this is another thing right i was deeply concerned because i was wearing a backpack that day right and with all the walking my back was getting sweaty and I was like, oh, what if Trish Stratus touches my back and it's a sweaty back? That's oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Luckily, the queue was so long it had dried up, so we're okay. all good. We're all, she didn't notice my sweaty back, which yeah. is fine, which is fine. Um, so, yeah, Trish was, Trish was fantastic. Um, again, no point describing how I met her, because, again, walked in, said hi, meet you, shook hands, took a photo, went thanks, shook hands, left. Easy. But
1: she she taught you how to pose. She was telling you there was glare in your glasses, so like look a certain way, so your photo was nicer. She was really that's
0: quiet. that yeah. is true. That is that is true.
1: She's a Canadian, so it explains.
0: Then we had our uh, our final photo of the day, and that was with uh, Mister Windham Rotunda, otherwise known as Bray Wyatt.
1: Also, before we speak about Bray himself, I have a confession to make. Turns out. That I fancy the whole family like.
0: Including IRS.
1: I love IRS. So, first of all, I wanted to meet IRS and I had my heart set on meeting IRS, and Kyle said no. Kyle vetoed me getting tickets to meet IRS. I mean, you
0: could have met him yourself. I I was not.
1: But I thought it would be more of a fun experience meeting them together. But um, Kyle said no. But, right, first of all, his brother. Damn. He smelled good, he looked good, he was a polite man.
0: Right? Can we just take a moment, right?
1: Okay. Now, see
0: if I turned around and went, "Oh, by the way, trash." Oh, yeah, damn. Oh, looks good, smells good, mm, yeah. Right? I'd be classed as a pervert right here. <laughs>
1: um, you would. That's one. The, but yeah, no. There's only, you know, I've got like a bucket list of a couple of people that I'm like ping Um, he he is on there now. Pete Dunn's number one, and like no one agrees with me. Pete Dunn is like, oh, I just I fancy the pants off him. Um, but now Bo Dallas is up there too. Who'd I thought? Do you not think he's an attractive man? Oh no, he
0: is. He really, he really is. Um, him and his brother are both oh very attractive yeah. men. And as you said, they do smell lovely. Um, they
1: which smell is, amazing. Which like, is nice. Yeah. Also, before we even met Bray Wyatt, we were just standing casually, just talking. Um, big JR just walks behind me. So I have a really awkward photo, we're counting a photo of me, just so we can try and get JR in the background. And, I'm like, um, and we put it in a group chat and it just popped everyone there. So yep. that was funny.
0: Uh, so yeah, so we met Bray Wyatt. The queue was absolutely mental. Um, as you would expect, he was only there for one day, so everyone was trying to ram to, to meet him. The queue eventually got cut off at one point, um, and people were told to to come back later. But yeah, um, again, it was a
1: riot no, not like it wasn't their fault. The whole issue is in in like you'll explain. So there was like two slots. There was like a morning and an afternoon slot to meet people, which is fair enough. Some people were only there the Saturday, so of course their slots were going to like they are going to be full like for longer. Because for example, someone like Trish four opportunities to meet her she was there both days two slots a day Bray wyatt there's only two slots in general um a lot of fiends um like cosplays and stuff throughout the day which is pretty cool there was one um one person in particular who looked so cool as the fiend had like the wee pig and everything but yeah so you would normally just queue but the issue was sting was on at the same time and sting again was someone that was only there for one day and they were like back to back, so the issue was both queues were intense. You had to queue through where like the food court bit was, so then it got to the point where people are just stupid, they can't queue. It's simple, one behind the other, not that hard. People were then making their own queues, they were going sideways. People were then joining the food queue, thinking it was a break queue, and they were getting all confused. It was an absolute mess. So we decided to join the break queue quite early. Because we thought just in case, and we're so glad we did because we're standing there for about an hour before they even started moving. But they cut off like behind us, and oh, that would have been horrible if you'd waited all that time for nothing. But his queue was an interesting one again. You see, there's certain types of people that join HQ. The Trish one was a lot of sweaty men that were hyperventilating with the thought of seeing a woman in the queue, so I yep. was on high alert. Um the JBL one was like 'cause more of your kind of like normal fans. The Bray Wyatt one, this was where everyone came out of the woods. There was everyone was dressed as Bray Wyatt in this queue, I swear. You had every sort of like impersonation of him you could think of. Very intense. And um, but once you got past that it was pretty alright.
0: Yeah. So we we met the we met the big man himself. Um very, very lovely fella i feel like that's all we're talking about this week well before we met him, nice before.
1: so where we were standing like we're seeing people in front of us there was um like a bunch of kids and stuff that were like with their parents and what happened is the parents were getting pictures and stuff and he was like on the floor like playing with the kids and stuff and all that and they the security or people like running the corner or whatever they were like Maybe we need to kind of hurry up and he's all oh, give me five minutes they turned around to the parents and he's like this has been one of the the highlights of the weekend because I really miss my kids at home. Maybe this is what I'd be doing if I wasn't here. And I was like, "Oh, bless your beast, cotton socks." Like you're a nice man. Another reason why the family's up here for me.
0: He is a nice man. Um, so I went in and did my normal wrestler pose. Nice to meet you. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Kaylee, obviously you went in and did. And what did your that. pose?
1: Yeah, so I walked out and was talking to him, and I was like, "Hey, you've done a lot of like normal poses. You want to do something." Fun, and he was like, yeah, what are you thinking? And I was like, oh, uh, not too sure. And I went, why don't you do, like, like your strong man." And then he told me a really cute wee story. He was like, oh, it's my Brody pose. He went, me and Brody used to do it all the time. So I was like, oh. Um, and then I've got a picture of us doing, like, the strongman. So remember when he had that, like, was it, like, the fake fitness DVD?
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So I've got a picture of me and him just like this. And he is, wow, like, he is massive. Like, he, Again, you see them on telly, so you know they're big, but it's not until you, like, stand side by side to them. And, again, I'm quite a tall girl, and I'm not the tiniest in the world. So sometimes I'm like, oh, people seem quite small, but he was massive. Um, So he's like this on my picture behind me. Felt very secure. Um, And that was fun. And then that was kind of, like, our, our time with him over. And, again, he was so nice. really wanted to like talk to you and stuff and it's only a small thing I know they've got a lot of people to meet and I'm not expecting like a lot from them like just for them being there is like cool enough but the three people we met like that day had so much time for everyone and it genuinely made your time better do you know what I mean like they really enjoyed what they were doing so yeah that was a, a cool experience but yeah
0: well it was then time to break for lunch um, we were hungry. Um, so shout out to the Liverpool Exhibition Centre for their fantastic chicken tenders. Um, um, chicken tenders and chips. Fantastic. I'm still Big thinking fan. about them.
1: The chicken um, tenders were perfect. Like, they were so good. Like, I need to know where they get them from.
0: Yeah, they were 10 out of 10, um, even if they were expensive. But yeah, 10 out of 10 um, for that. After all the stand we were absolutely knackered. So I feel like we spent most of the rest of the day trying to find seats. But oh. uh, well, at this point, we actually split up. Um, Kaylee, I'll let you talk about your um, where you went. First of all, well, once you... So,
1: yeah. So, like I said at the start, there was quite a lot of vendors and stuff that had like, props, etc. So there was um, one of the... The place had, like, loads of belts and stuff. People had, like, really big Hasbro collections and things. And there was one particular stall which they had built, like, the kind of entrance ramp of the classic, like, WWF, like, back in, like, the 80s. Yeah, like, that sort of time. Yeah. It was really cool. And they had, like, loads of figures and stuff. They were basically, they weren't there to sell anything. They had, like, an online, like, Instagram and stuff where they kind of show off, like, all their cool, like, collections, toys, etc. And they were showing them off which was also pretty cool because as you can see from the side of kyle i've actually got some of those figures um which i'll tell you a story about them another day because that'll take a whole whole moment to talk about my collectibles um so we're just standing and what they were doing is they were like playing really cool like entrance themes and stuff and they had the big thing so i was talking about the guy and i was like this is amazing like that you've built all this and stuff and he's like oh since you're dressed up do you want to like have a shot i was like yes of course Again, anyone that knows me, it doesn't take a lot to convince me to do anything. Um so I was like, Of course. So I like pulled back the like the barrier, go in, like in a moment. Um and then I got this really cool little video. So I played like Trish Stratassy's theme music. I got to come out like the little like entrance ramp, do the woo, give it the Yaudi, um and Kyle took a video of this, which we will talk about later on. What ended up happening to that video which made me very excited, but we'll we'll save that for later on. um So yeah, it was pretty cool. And then we walked over, and I thought, what I'll do just now. We've got quite a like a gap in our time, and I've bought some um, like autographs and stuff. But I only got one autograph to start with. And it was Trish Jatus. so I thought, hey, let's go. Let's um, let's go over and do that. So we kind of split up a little bit. Um, well, we're going, but we thought we'll stand in the queue first of all, see what it's like. So we're standing in the queue for Trish Stratus, and it was taking forever because this is what you'll notice, some people were like just kind of signing and letting you go and stuff, whereas Trish Stratus, I honestly can't speak highly enough Over, her. She was spending so much time, you were going up, she was talking to you, she was having like a whole conversation and stuff and everything and genuinely, you saw everyone go for breaks the full day, you did not see Trish give up once. Um, she was there the whole time and every single person said that they had the best experience with her. Again, you can invite Trish as well, Kyle, can't you? Yeah, Genuinely, bye. she like she was like one of the nicest people there and I will recommend if you ever get a chance to meet her, even if she wasn't your thing, meet her. Like it'll be worth it. So before that I was standing and I went, Oh, Alundra Blaze doesn't have anyone um with her just now. I'd love to meet her. So again, I've said it before, I'm not a massive fan of there's certain women's wrestlers I love because I think they're a bit more well rounded. And I was like, she's one that really stands out to me that I always liked. I loved the whole look. Like, been in the belt thing she'd obviously done a lot of cool stuff that wasn't just what you what you know about so i trotted up giving it yaldi as i do and i was like hello so I got to meet her it was really cool we're, we're talking for a while but she was like oh we're talking about stuff and she's you like, oh, she come from and i was like, "Oh, i came way from like glasgow it's in scotland and she's like wow that's like so far away it's like you've it's longer where you've came from but thanks for bigging me up like whatever and she was like, oh, who are you here with? And I was like, oh, I'm actually here with my fiancé. He's just over there in the queue. She's like, show me who he is. So I was like, okay. And it's him over there. And I pointed, and just this sea of people. Just is like, where? Where is he? And I'm like, over there. And I'm just waving. And then Kyle just, and a sea of people just goes, what? just really confused. And she's like, oh, him there. Lovely. Blah, blah, blah. We were just talking for a bit, um, and I was telling her, so I've got a plan for this room when we get it done up. I want to have like a wall of like cool artwork and stuff and cool people I've met, etc. And I went, I really want to have like a really cool piece of like work that she's got. So I got her sing something, which was fun. But then I got back to the queue and Kyle's was like, Why the hell did you get Medusa to wave at me? And I was like, She asked who you were and I thought, I'll, I'll show you, I am no fear. Um, How did it feel having Medusa just point you out in the middle of the whole con?
0: I was very confused. It didn't make any sense. But I waved back. I thought, hello. Hello, Medusa. Yeah. How are you?
1: The girl who was like, her minder was so cool. She had like green hair. I think she's like a trainee wrestler. She's proper cool. Like, I'd like to say more of her. Um, but then you, you left me. Um. And the funniest thing is, so Kyle was with me the full day. And nothing happened. Kyle left me for, I looked at my phone, it was about 27 minutes maximum. And in those 27 minutes, I had a queue of men around me asking for photo ops with me because I was dressed up. And I was like, Kyle, could you come back, please? Um, This is strange. Um, I had hundreds of people that were just like, beside me, basically just sniffing my hair. And I was like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you playing at? Like, back off a minute. Um, I am not that polite. But after that, I... Finally got to the front of the queue to meet Trish Jettis. <sighs> Prepare yourself for this story. So I got up and she's like, "Oh, Kaylee, hi!" And I'm like, "Why does she remember my name?" Um, this is cool. We were talking. She was showing me off to Mickey James. She was showing me off to the other girls that were beside her. And I was like, "Hi, like whatever." Um, such a fun moment. And she's like, "Do you mind if I take like a photo of you and put you on my website?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." Um. I was thinking to myself, I am not photogenic, but what Trish Stratus wants, Trish Stratus gets. So, again, got a really cool photo with her. We got some more photos. We were, like, having a laugh. We were talking. She was asking me where, like, I came from and stuff. And just, like, a really cool conversation. Just got to speak to her and have, like, that really cool, like, five, ten minutes, which felt like forever. And it was such a nice moment. Um, Did all that, and it was so cool. And then she signed my figure. So I showed it in the last one. So I got... I was going to get her to sign my belt. But then there wasn't really anywhere for her to do it, so she signed my figure. So I have like a chased version of like her figure that came out which is really cool. So I have that now which is pretty sick. And yeah, it was like the coolest moment ever. But then like the most uncool thing happened after it, so I was like, Oh, while I'm dressed as like Trish Stratus, next to her is Mickey James, I'll go meet Mickey James. Mickey James was acting like a cow the whole time. Um sorry I said it like she was not to me as such but she was like really like sharp she was like shouting at her handler person she was like really rude to everyone that was meeting her and I thought maybe she's having a bad day that's fine she decided to go for a break just as I got to like meet her and I was like fair enough that's fine she'll be back in 10 minutes uh, about half an hour passed and I was like you know when you get really awkward and you're like waiting but if you go away now you're like I've waited this long I might as well just keep waiting did
0: you
1: get me yeah so I was like, i'll just wait i'll just wait um and then this time i will let you speak in a minute what like you did because you had like a way better time than i did so i got there and i like got to like take a picture of that with her but the whole time she was just talking to trish about me rather than talking to me which again was like a cool moment and whatever and i was like more interaction time with trish it was cool but i was like i can't want to like say hi to you and like how things are but i Got bumped out so i got i got a photo and an autograph and stuff which is fine but yeah she was just like she was in like a bad mood with like everyone and i was like oh my god it's like calm your tits because yeah i don't know i just felt like it was she was the worst experience for me of the weekend to be fair she wasn't terrible but if i had to like rank it she was the worst experience i had of the weekend and i wouldn't meet her again fair But that's it. But while I was in the queue, do you want to say about the fun thing that happened to you? So,
0: I just went gallivanting. So, um, one, I was sore from all the queuing and wanted to sit down. So I thought, I'll have a wee look around all the stalls. I'll then go to the progress zone and take a seat over there um because there was like Q and A's and stuff going on the main ring so the seats were kind of full but the progress zone, the actual seats that were set up were pretty much empty unless they were doing something. So I went over and had we s sit- see over there. Um had a we wander around um and then all I heard was this music that I recognised and I was like I recognise that music from somewhere. Turn around and MGF is just stood in the middle of the ring. With a microphone, and I am like, "Holy shit, I need to go over there!" And because this is going to be mental, right? So I ran, like I ran for my life across that hall. Um, And the funniest part is, in the video that um, for Love Wrestling have put up on YouTube, you can actually just see me running into frame (laughs) at one point um, when I get there. Um, So yeah, I, I ran over. Watched him do his thing. He did like an impromptu Q and A. Um, he called everyone out. He everyone asked a question and essentially got bullied from him. Um, yeah. He spoke about how he was wanting, he was going to see if he was going to go to WWE or stay at AEW when his contract runs out. All that sort of stuff. Um, he was really, really good. Um, and Kaylee was still over um, in the queue for Trish at this point. And um, while Kaylee was doing her stuff, the next one was JBL. So I sat and watched JBL, which was brilliant. Um, again, he told some really funny stories. And That was the first panel I'd saw, so um, I was quite impressed with how it went. And again, JBL's always funny. He's, he always tells good stories. So I sat and watched him um, and then went and got a seat again um, for when when Kaylee came back. And we kind of met up and discussed our, our stories from there. And again, there wasn't really anything beyond that. Um, there was meant to be a Kurt Angle Q&A to wrap up day one but unfortunately that got cancelled um, because he had so many people he needed to meet for his autographs and he would rather do that than do the Q&A because those people had paid to take autographs from him and he was only there on the Saturday so that, that's fair I think Um
1: it made sense and it was cool they did that because obviously people had paid their money to do so but going back on the MGF thing Something I had to say, so of course everyone knows who MJF is, everyone knows the kind of persona he's got. And I've saw online when he goes to cons and stuff he says in character, etc. But actually seen it in person, so funny. Something I would recommend is go on the For Lover Wrestlings um Facebook page, look through the pictures people take my MGF, honestly hilarious there's yeah. so many there's one who's taking people out of wheelchairs there's ones that have been swiping cards and people's bum chins there's like just abusing children like he was so hilarious and he wasn't even meant to have a panel but he had 15 minutes and thought i'm gonna bully the crowd great great persona um it was so fun so but then after that the good thing is so obviously you well our friend, i was gonna say your friend we're now friends now um wasn't originally Kyle's friend, our friend was there. So we met up with her for a little bit, said hey, we didn't really have a lot of people we knew that were there. Um but Heather was there and said about a hello a, a house things catching up. And then there was a when the con finished, they had a wrestling show after it, which was pretty interesting. So I've never saw Future shock um in my life. But what I would say is hilarious. So again, middle ring, the main ring everyone's kind of like sitting, standing etc, we managed to get some seats which was pretty pretty cool Um, we sat in row seats, not too bad and where you were sitting looking at the ring, to the right there was no seats there but these seats just get put there and next thing you know some people were watching the matches that weren't scared to be watched, watching the matches next thing you know we had MJF we had JBL we had Bo Dallas We had, who else? Belly Gun, Road Dog. They all decided to just plop themselves down at the end of it and just watch the wrestling. Can you think of the pressure that these poor people had? Some of them were trainees. Some people had their first match. Yep. And these were the people watching you? I I was in shock for them. Yeah, so I'll let you explain the first match because I think you know them a bit better than I do. Well,
0: we're we'll, we'll not going into too, too much detail on the matches because um, some of it was a bit, <laughs> eh. Um, but there was a women's match to start. Not nothing memorable there, and um, there was a four way title title match. Um, I think it was probably the cruiserweight title or something like that. Um, and the the big thing in this match well, there was two. Initially, one of the heels came out and called out MJF who was sitting there. MGF then jumped up on the, the ramp and um grabbed a mic. He was looking like he was going to start arguing with the with the guy who called him out, but then in true MGF fashion went, No, you're right, this crowd sucks. See you later. And just left. Yeah. Um, classic MGF. Um at the end of the the match, there was a a bit where one of the wrestlers was down and uh or oh, sorry, the referee was down, and Earl Hebner did a run-in.
1: The slowest run-in I have ever saw. So, yeah, it was so the a... guy is, like, ancient, he was...
0: Yeah, it was a walk-in. It was a walk-in, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, but the uh... best part was, is that he came in doing his thing and all that. See, so him he was standing in the ring, he was so old and, like, unsteady when the wrestlers <laughs> were even just moving in the ring. He was, like, getting bounced about, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's so... um. And then he got heckled as well. Was it not like Billy Gunn was like heckling him and like telling him he was sucked and all that? Yeah, stuff? Billy
0: Billy Gunn and JBL were shouting "You sucker!" All um, um, Billy Gunn then confronted him and they almost had a fight, which was funny. Um, and yeah, so Earl Hebner done the the three count of the match. He brought a kid into the ring, gave the kid his shirt. Um, apparently, it's his last like appearance, like match um, in the UK anyway. So that's it was a big deal to see it. Uh, and yeah it was quite it was quite fun mm-hmm. um, there was another match between Luke Jacobs and some guy making his first ever match not really much to talk about there Luke Jacobs is really good um, a progress Atlas champion uh, we then had Team Grado and Team Ogogo against each other um, so with Anthony Ogogo brilliant. and Grado uh, yeah Grado is obviously one of the best in the business uh, and and JBL, Billy Gunn, MGF were absolutely loving it.
1: Well this is the thing. So you know what like, Kado. so all these serious wrestlers came out doing their thing. Then you heard like like a prayer. First of all, the whole place was erupting um to like a prayer and everyone was going off it, like, yeah, it's loving it. You could see them all just kinda of looking at each other like, What's going on? Like, of course they probably they probably know of him, especially like his time over there and stuff, but they were kinda of like a wee bit taken aback. Grado walks out. Grado does not look like the others. Grado looks like himself, right? He came out, and you just, I couldn't even watch them. I was just watching them for most of it. MGF had to keep pretending to drink to stop laughing because he found it so funny. Billy Gunn and Road Dog are away. Like, oh, JBL was physically, like, howling at it. Every single small thing he did was so funny. And you know what Gredo's like. His mannerisms are great. He can get the crowd behind him, etc. But honestly, watching them, watching him, was the highlight of the whole show. Um, to which I think it was, like what, a couple of days later, um, someone asked Road Dogg your favourite wrestler is and he tweeted out Gredo. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, that match was so funny. And I go it was weird. Um... Because he was in kind of like his hometown sort of thing. Like in the UK, no one gave a shit. But I think it's because we're meant to have who are we meant to have again instead? Magnus. Magnus. Um yeah. I wouldn't have really cared either way, either, but <laughs> No Well clearly him. you're not
0: a fan of that household. Um We so... can all
1: get fucked. So
0: Fair. Um uh, so yeah, that match was, was fun. Um we then had Eric Rowan against um, Sonar Darson or whatever his name was, uh, which, again, was not a right match.
1: Rowan uh, was great.
0: And then the main event was a battle royal, which was the worst battle royal I have ever seen in my life. At one point, there was a wrestler um, who came out wearing kick pads, but under his kick pads were a pair of like Vans era um, shoes, and I was very confused. Um, Terrible.
1: There was, there was so much one random. good person. What was the person I liked again? Sam Bailey.
0: Sam Bailey. Sam Bailey.
1: That? Sam yeah. Bailey carried that match, right? He was the best part of the match. Everything was good. Everything around him was absolute shite. Great match. But then it was like what? It was maybe like a 20-man rumble or something. So I had yep. 20, Sam won, and then they went, here's number 21. We were all like, can someone no count? Um that bloody train started playing and I was like what's the script here big McNipples Braun Strowman walks out in front of you McNipples? Um, yeah like right you have to admit he came out I didn't realise that his nipples pierced but for some reason like the way he was he just that's all he could see it was like that's like ingrained in my brain
0: it was very nipple orientated wasn't
1: yeah. it? yeah but he came out he absolutely destroyed Sam their whole ring like moved it was a bit terrifying Um. didn't aaron's camera get like you know,
0: he almost he almost got injured uh, a couple of times um but yeah like braun Strowman coming out and in, in winning the the battle royal was was something like that's i mean i've i've seen we've both seen him before uh, yeah. you, you saw him at raw don't we um uh, he's obviously a, a massive massive character um, but to see him in such a small place yeah. was, was mental um, and yeah, he was he was brilliant, I really liked him, he was actually a really nice guy um, from what I saw, oh. which is why I feel bad because everyone's like, dunking on him for this whole um, control your narrative stuff but uh, he is genuinely a lovely guy uh, yeah. from, from meeting him uh, and he seemed really appreciative of everyone that was there um, I'm still convinced he wasn't meant to be in that match
1: Well that's the thing because earlier in the day we caught just the end of it, we didn't catch all of it, there was a a panel with Rowan and him, and they were just talking and, about stuff. And they were like, oh, so Rowan, you've got a match later. Which he forgot he had a match. He's like, oh, yes, I do. Um, and Brom was like, I don't have one. Like, no one asked me. I, I would have been game if someone asked me. And they were like, oh, maybe, maybe we can do something eventually. And he's like, all right, okay, cool. Um, talk to me. And the next thing you know, number 21 in the rumble, he came out, ripped that t-shirt off, and just went to town. And again, like you said, it's they are massive. And you don't see the perspective until you see it when you see all the like the kind of indie guys and then Braun Strowman comes out. You're like, oh my, like you really do stand out in comparison. Great time though, and that was like day one was was fun. Interesting um, had to go back to that cesspit of a hotel <laughs> after it, but overall day one was such a productive day, such a good day, and yeah. Felt felt good, would you what do you think overall for
0: day one? Yeah, day one was the big one, wasn't it? It was the it was the, the most action packed and I certainly felt it in my legs that day. Um I really enjoyed it meeting everyone. Uh, only had one meeting the next day, which we'll uh, which we'll get onto. But yeah, I mean it was a it was a brilliant day and the, the show afterwards was a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. uh, even though we, it wasn't the best show I've ever been to, it was it was fun, um to to say the least. But day two we uh, got up early again, walked over to the exhibition centre.
1: I took it easy though. I decided to just put on comfy clothes. I had like an end up so I got like a really cool long sleeve NWO kinda like jersey top that I got in like a vintage place ages ago. Um took it easy and we were lovely we were gifted some front row wristbands for panels, which honestly you don't realise how much you appreciate that until you've been on your feet for like 12 hours. So I was so happy with that, but we didn't do a lot in the morning as such. We kind of just walked about, saw how things were and then we went to one of the best panels that you could ever have went to. We went yep. to Fred Ottoman. I'll hold my hands up. And at first I was like, mm, if we see it, we see it. If we don't, we don't. Like, it is what it is. Um. So if anyone doesn't know who Fred Ottoman is, first of all, shame on you. Um. Tugboat the shockmaster, etc, etc. Many different personas. Um I didn't really know what to think before seeing it. I was like, mm, I don't know what we gonna talk about. Like, it is what it is, if we've got things to do. What did you what did you think beforehand?
0: Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Wasn't really interested. Um didn't think much of it. And then yeah, next thing you know, I'm sitting engrossed in uh MS Rockman's you know Life in, in Tales.
1: Oh, he was he was so cute. So he came out and he he's got one of those voices that when he talks you listen. No matter what he tells you, you you'll listen to everything he says. And I left that panel. First of all, I want to go back and watch all his matches. The way he spoke about wrestling and how he spoke about wrestling his day compared to modern day wrestling was so interesting and to get his perspective on it what he thinks and just to discuss like what he thinks is missing these days again was really like i was hooked on everything again i actually went back that night and we went and we watched some of his matches and stuff we were very inspired um and he was just so appreciative of everything and he wanted to meet everybody if he could and just loved the idea of being there and he said himself like he's lost like a lot of close friends and obviously his tag team partner of so yours, he lost him unfortunately and some little nice stories about that and great man and that's why actually at the end which skipping a bit but at the end when we had our last panel everyone was packing up, everyone was ready to go, Fred and he was not he was still in his booth, everything was set up, again all the other people were packing away, they were done for the night second day what to go home he was sitting because, you know, he's there at a certain time. and He wanted to make sure if anyone wanted to speak to him, he was there. So at the end of the day, I just walked over to him and I was like, hey, I just want to like say that I really enjoyed listening to your panel. I've got a lot from it. I didn't think I was going to, but I've, you've changed my, my opinions and stuff, etc. And he was so nice. And he was like, oh, thank you. And then me and Kyle were talking. He was telling us some stories. And he just wanted anyone who would listen to him, he wanted to speak to. And it was really nice. It was kind of like, like you know, like your granddad. You just kind of want to like be there for him and just hug him. So, so now if anyone ever thinks about hurting Fred, you have to come through me first because now I'm so protective of him. Like he is such a nice man. But Don't start me. Like, I will fight you. Yeah, he's and I'm one scrappy. of the scrappy.
0: He's one of the boys now. He's one of the boys. Yeah. Um, he definitely goes into the the King K. Wrestle Factory Hall of Fame.
1: Um, Dear Wrestle Zone, if you want to book said Fred Ottoman, you have got two tickets here.
0: Right, but Kelly, you, you, you can barely walk, right? You, can really, you can't book him.
1: I don't want to wrestle. I want him to sit beside Len and just do the raffle. I'll book him. I'll, can I bring him? Can, like, Can I just get, like, am I allowed to just bring him and let him do your raffle, etc.? If you say the words. I'll look and see
0: what I can do. Okay.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I just want to meet him
1: again.
0: So as we said, we, we kind of just took it slow um, on on the Sunday and kind of just sat at the panels because we didn't have really anyone to meet apart from uh, Victoria that we, we'll talk about later. Um, so we are just kind of free to do stuff all day. So we just kind of sat and actually took in some of the panels. Um, the next one was Medusa or Alundra Blaze. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, after you met her the day before, mm. um, we were quite interested to, to hear her speak. And yeah, her panel was was brilliant. She gave a lot of stories about her time in Japan with Bull Nakano and yes. um, a lot of talk. And she gave a bit of background around the whole um, belt in the trash can sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, I just thought she was fascinating to, to listen to.
1: I don't know about you. So, do you know the thing that I was most surprised about is to get her perspective of it? you don't really hear her perspective of it and i always thought she was a bit of a not a bad way a bit of a bitch but of like who cares like did it because i had to do it sort of thing she was she was so regretful of doing that to this day she went in this big story about that she, she got told it would be the best thing to do she used to turn up for work every day model employee they just then told her to leave she was so sad she then got told that like, you can come to WCW, do you want to do this thing? She did it, but she went, only if I can get that belt back and my hand straight away, No even though I'm not with them, I still owe it to give it back to Vince and stuff, and it took, like, what, like, 30 years before she could give that belt back, and he was like, it's yours. Um, she was a lot nicer than you think. Um, She's got a book coming out, which I will be pre-ordering. Yep. Um, And she's talking about going on tour with um, Bull, and they can tell their stories of, like, being in Japan and stuff, and, like, all that sort of thing, which a hundred percent I will be there. Again, they are people that I really respect, and like the kind of like female um, wrestling world. So I would love to see that. The best bit of her whole panel, if you remember, so she let in a little secret that her and JBL have this little thing going on, where JBL is convinced that Medusa fancies him and is in love with him. So what he does is every time they meet up, whether it's a con or whatever he gets an 8 by 10 of himself, signs it to her saying love JBL and gives it to her and she made this big point to say that in her house she's got like a stack like this <laughs> of just signed JBL pictures of love notes and stuff that he just keeps going being like to my best my biggest fan etc so she was shouting at him um, during her panel which is funny because the day before we saw JBL go out his way to give something to her we were like oh I wonder what that's all about turns out that um They're madly in love, and to spread the rumor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And at this point, we're getting quite close to the Tristratus panel um, in the early afternoon. So Kaylee was not moving, uh, making sure we had those exact front row seats. Um, So we sat through the next couple panels. The next one was Lillian Garcia. Yeah,
1: Um, we're front and center. I was not moving from front and center. Like, you mad?
0: So we had Lillian Garcia up next. Um, it was quite interesting to hear her stories about how she got into into the ring announcing and all that sort of stuff. Um, again, she doesn't really have any mental stories, but um, she has some quite good stories. Uh, I bet
1: she does, but she's still terrified to see them. But... but I mean,
0: my favorite story she told was that when she went to tribute to the troops for the first time, um, she went on the plane, and it was obviously one of the army planes with the toilets at the front, and um, she went to the toilet and she got locked in and couldn't get out. And then when she finally got let out, it turns out it was Vince McMahon that was holding the door and he was howling, laughing. Yeah. Uh, so that was a funny story to hear about Vince. Any, any Vince stories are, are good. Uh, what I
1: thought was cool though, so turns out she got into wrestling because her and her dad used to watch it and it was a really fun moment and then she just got offered a job doing something for the WAF. Didn't know what it was. Turns out she was taken over from Think, which she was like oh god, but then she was just told this really cool story that one of the first times that she got to perform, her dad was in the crowd, and where her and her dad used to watch these shows, she was then performing in front of her dad, and I was like, that's really cute because she's one of those people that you know of her, she's like a staple of wrestling, but she doesn't really, because she's not a wrestler, she just, what she does you don't really think about her much, and she doesn't really, again, give or take if you saw the panel or whatever, but actually she was more entertaining than I thought, and she absolutely pumps that social media, didn't she? She was yep. taking videos the whole day, getting everything, loads of like bits and bobs and stuff, so fair play on her. Do what you need to do, honey.
0: Um, we then had the New Age Outlaws, which was probably the the best the yes. best panel of the weekend. Um, they came out and they were absolutely hilarious. And they were
1: so good together. You couldn't get a minute of breath back because we were howling at them. They were they were laughing. They were having a moment. They had in um, so Cal Val there, and they were like, "Why are you here?" Like, <laughs> let us be uh, doing their thing. Then, part of the way through their their moment, like music started going off. So they decided to heckle the other ring. The other ring was El Hébner. They were shouting at El Hébner, telling him to shut up and turn the music down, try to create fight number two. Um, honestly, go back and watch it on the YouTube um channel. So funny. And Billy Gunn told a really interesting story about how at the the Hall of Fame he wanted to batter Triple H for talking down about AEW, but he got told to cam it right in from his wife. Um, Also, Billy Gunn looks amazing for his age. Like I met him a good couple of years ago, um, and again he looked cool. But like he is, he is looking good. Road Dog kept making jokes about how he's now got a podcast, and he doesn't look like Billy Gunn.
0: And he was wearing wee loafers.
1: That was so strange. See when you think about the badass, like cool party, like road dog head tattoo, and then you see him in front of you and he's like a wee man wearing loafers. It was interesting, to say the least. But I'm just he looks healthy now, which is really nice to see. Yeah. Um again when you see like a lot of guys from that generation, um, one, if they're alive, that's a bonus. And it's nice to see they're actually doing well for themselves and they're like doing good so yeah it's it was fun and they they said it themselves they were genuinely enjoying just being there I think that's a cool thing and that's the one thing that I've taken to this whole like place that apart from one everyone was really enjoying well two people weren't enjoying themselves but they can both get fucked Um, everyone was really enjoying themselves and they were really making the most of the whole moment and we enjoyed ourselves feeding off them yeah Are are you wondering who the second person I was saying should get fucked yeah Oh, ca-
0: Candice Michelle
1: who had not a single person meet her at the full weekend so she started storming off and throwing her stuff and all that and you're irrelevant, sharp
0: so moving on Um, after the New Age Outlaws did their thing, it was then time for Kelly to have her fourth emotional breakdown of the weekend with uh, Trish Stratus's panel, so I'll let you take the floor here I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna to paint the picture, so again I was sitting first of all and Kyle had put up like a really so the picture I said I had yesterday in the whole stage setup of me doing the Tristratus thing, Kyle would like edit it and put it on like Instagram. So then I shared it on mine and I just tagged Tristratus, not thinking anything about it. And then my phone started buzzing and it was like Tristratus has mentioned you on Instagram. So I was like, I can't look at this right now. I am going to shit myself. Like put my phone down. I was like, nah. She then came out everyone's like standing and applauding so she came back and she's like oh hi Kaylee, it's you and I was like hello and she was like oh hi she got in the ring and she was like hey everyone um this is Kaylee down here I met her yesterday she's like a really cool cosplay of me I've actually just put a picture of us on Instagram go and check it out and I'm just sitting there going just like can't speak can't move about to whitey or accept just Oh my god! Um, luckily, like I said, um, Kyle's friend was like doing like the photos and video, etc. So he caught it all on camera, which he was then kind enough to send me after it. So I've now got that, and again, everyone who's met me since then has probably saw it. Um, because I like to show everyone now that me and Tristatus all of this. Um, and yeah, and I was just sitting there the whole time, having a great a great one. I asked her a couple of questions, which was really nice. Um, asking her basically what she thought when she got told she was going to have the main event with lita like how important that was to her and things and got some really cool um information from her and then mickey james turns up halfway through just like randomly gets in the ring with her and i was like boo i'm kidding um there's a moment and then again another thing she was like so they were talking about if trish Jattis was to make like a clothing range of like the cool duster coats and the hats and stuff and she was like who would buy that and she's like kaylee would like she's still remembering my name like what is going on um and again maybe me I was like yeah I would mm-hmm. um because I was like a puppy on speed so oh, that made my whole like year and it's just it was like a crazy day and it was like a wild one it was just nice to have something fun that day and it was oh just oh, such a moment but I'm gonna let it go on to you now Kind of a moment to like calm down after that
0: Well, it's appropriate we move on to me, because uh, after we watched Trish do her uh, panel, it was time for our only meet and greet of the the Sunday. Um, It was time to meet Victoria. And there are some people listening who will understand why this is funny. So I will elaborate for the rest of you. Essentially, there's a conversation me and um, Mark had a while ago where... He, I think, I can't remember what happened. Either I was Victor, there
1: too. All of us were talking about this. No, was no, no. A this, was a
0: t- this was a text. Ah, okay. And then it was brought into the, the real life. Ah, okay. Um, he was watching a show or something talking about how Victoria is one of the best ever, um, or uh, something like that. He went, is is Victoria one of the best res- women dressers ever or something like that? And I replied going, eh, never been a big fan of her. And he went, oh no, she was really good. Now, I, well, I liked her stuff and Right to Censor. And he was like, That was Ivory. And I was like, oh, well, I have no idea who we're talking about here then. So essentially, I do not remember Victoria at all. Even though I can name shows that I've watched that she's also on, looking back in retrospect, um, and I was also a big fan of TNA, where she was a big deal um, as well, I have no recollection of her at all. She's one of those people that just didn't stick. Didn't stick in my head, um. So I had no recollection of her. So it became a running joke that I didn't know who she was. So we we had to meet her, like we we yeah. had to, um, uh, just like, for the just for the laugh, essentially.
1: Well, that's the thing, and again, she was she's one of like my favorite female wrestlers of the time, like her later Trish China, etc. They were all up there, and also I have this thing: as soon as a wrestler has a knee brace, they automatically kill her, and she had like, the knee brace. It's just a weird thing I've got. And again, I was like, all for it. So I was a massive Victoria fan. And of course I wanted to meet her anyway. But as soon as I saw she was there, I was like, Kyle, you have to meet her because you have no idea who she is. And it'll be so funny. And I've tried multiple times to get him to watch Victoria stuff and all that. He just just doesn't doesn't understand it. So we went to meet her. There wasn't a lot of people in our queue, which I was a bit disappointed. They all met her the day before and stuff. And like the morning, we were like the second one because if we saw her during the day we would have missed more panels etc so we went to the evening one and again the fourth this was the fourth time we could have met her on the sunday everyone's afternoon one was really quiet but we got there it was all cool it was the same girls running hers that was running the trish one the day before so we're saying oh how are you how's things i was like ah it's all good blah blah and went to meet her and she was as mental as ever and this is why i love her because i know she's a bit unhinged like myself um so she was having a good time she was like talking and all that i didn't take my belt this time but she brought her own belt and she was like hey hold my belt and i was like oh i had mine yesterday she was like why didn't you bring it and i was like because I, I didn't like pure getting questioned off i was like sorry um but it was such a laugh um did that and then i just took like a fun photo again at this point i was really tired i couldn't really think of like an interesting photo to go with my whole one interesting photo with one vibe i just took a nice one with her and then she turned around and went, did you not do this? And I was like, no, like, think to myself, you're not, you've never done that before. Why would I do this with you? And she went, oh, but your t-shirt is NWO. Let's take another photo. Do it again. And she's shouting at the photographer girl, being like, take another one. Again, I should have, like, you're meant to pay per photo. And she was like, nah, get another one. So I'm just sitting there and she's like, just holding me tight. And she's like, doing this. So I'm just like, okay, fair. Hi doing it again for
0: the for the audio listeners it's the uh the nwo
1: oh uh, uh, okay yeah the click no gesture. one's listening just on spotify people are watching the video so anyway did that and then she's like right what to do is go and get your photo and then see something finished here come over to the autograph booth and i'm going to sign them all for free i'm going to do it all for free and i was like oh okay brilliant this is really cool okay fun um did that so i'm waiting for my photos and how was your interaction? I missed your interaction with her because I was getting my photos. Like, How awkward was it? Well, it wasn't
0: awkward at all, really. Um, cause I didn't tell her that I didn't know her. Um, I, I wanted
1: to, and you said no.
0: I was wearing a Jim Cornette t-shirt. Um, she's a massive fan of Jim Cornette. So immediately was shouting to me to make sure that I tagged Jim Cornette in the photo when I upload it on social media, which I did, and he, um, he retweeted it. Um, so she was very adamant about that. Um, then we got the photo. She was lovely. Um, what I liked about Victoria is she took, she put a lot of effort in, mm-hmm. and she like wore her actual like, ring gear. So yeah. like when you got a photo with her, it was like she was actually like in a wrestling gear, um, which not many other people did. Um, so that was that was really really an, an extra nice touch I thought.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like I said, she's she's one of the ones that I genuinely really like. Um, and doing all the wee bits, she brought the belt with her. She had the ring gear on. She honestly like went out there, and that's why I kind of felt bad. Of course, Trish J has had like the biggest queue, etc. Which it makes sense who she is. I felt like some people slept on seeing Victoria, um, and I felt bad. She was genuinely so appreciative, and again, I've saw those like interviews and that she's done. She's she's mental, and that's why I like her. I like the fact she's down to earth, um. But yeah, we went over then to her autograph booth um, before I met her, and she was having such a good time. She was talking to us, and she was like, I was so scared to come here. I I I didn't want to turn up. If I wasn't 100%, I wouldn't do that to anybody. And then she was just, like, talking about different things. She says how she loves, like, cosplay and Comic-Cons, and she's been to Comic-Cons, and she says there's nothing worse when you. Just pay all that money and all that time to meet someone and they're just not what you expect. And she's like, So because that's what she feels, she makes sure that she's good to all her fans and stuff. So I was having this great talk with her. She was signing my photo, we were just having a good laugh. Then Kyle turns up and just puts his photo down and is like, Funks. Cool. But I
0: mean I mean she, <laughs> a- she actually went, Do you want me to sign that? And I was like, I guess so. Like,
1: yeah. yeah, like he just like ruined it, but by- again not just purely like steal the moment but you didn't really speak to her but she was so nice and she was so like she brought everyone over and again she was one that maybe she didn't have as many people there at the end of the day and stuff but she wanted to make sure that everyone who genuinely wants to see her they got a great experience from her and i would say like i thank her so much for that like it was really nice again made that even better and you said it yourself after having a nice experience she's kind of went up well you now know who she is yes but she's now kind of in your estimations after 100%. that as well, because she didn't have to do any of that. Like she could have just done shoot what she, like everyone else did on what you're meant to do technically. But nah, she was really cool.
0: Nah, she was lovely. Um, once we once we met her, the day was kind of wrapping up a wee bit. Um, Jim Ross was doing a Q and A um on the stage rather than in the ring, um because he couldn't get in the ring, and I think he he didn't know that he was meant to be doing a Q and A um no one told him so they just turned around and went jim are you doing your Q&A? I was like oh okay and then walked over and did it um so we, we sat and listened to some of it um which no, was which was quite good
1: i couldn't so our good lovely friend scout which is he'll probably meet one day he does a a jim ross impression all the time i'm not gonna say what it is but he does a jim ross impression all the time does a certain voice and stuff um and he always just like, he loves to. There was like one time, what match were we watching? We were watching, it was Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. You know, when Pete Dunne finally won the, the championship? Um we were there, me and Sharon were wearing our, like, as were my Pete Dunne um, top, She's wearing our Tyler Bate one, really going for it. Scout was drunk behind us doing the commentary as Jim Ross the whole time and it made the match a hundred times better so that's where it came from that's the impression he loves to commentate on things as Jim Ross and genuinely him just commentating your life as Jim Ross makes everything better so the whole time watching Jim Ross in my head all I could hear was Scout being like my god um so I just kept laughing but then he started talking about really serious things like his wife dying and all that so I had to leave because I looked really heartless. I looked like I was laughing at the man who'd lost his wife and all these accidents he'd had and his heart attacks and stuff. So I bowed out and left because I was like, I look like a cow. Um, but all I was thinking about was Scout's impressions.
0: Fair. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jim Ross did this thing. Um, like we said, we kind of paid attention a little bit. Um, they went for a wander um, and then came back for the last panel of the evening, which was annoying because a lot of people had left by this point. Um, and there was only a handful of people left in the convention center.
1: Well, actually, just before that, though, something really cool. So again, one of the vendors had like really cool, like they had like hundreds of belts. They had like WWE belts. They had like um like what like what were they, they had, like some of the AW belts, some like Japanese belts, etc. And they were like, no one can touch these. No one at all can touch these. And of course, I put the charm on. I was like, that one's really nice. Um, so they let me like hold like there was two. Someone let me hold like. Obviously, they got it engraved and stuff. It was like the the big belt, the big gold of the Undertaker, which was so cool. Um, I also got to hold one that had engraved like Eddie Guerrero in that, which again was just like cool. I love Eddie. Um, and just let me hold like all these cool different belts and stuff. I got like, to try them on, and the big gold is really heavy. Um, because my belt when I first got it was a lot heavier than I thought. Like I'd never held a wrestling belt really, apart from the one that your uncle's got. Um, one time. Um did all that but then I got to hold this and I was like oh my, so just before it, that was a really cool moment just to say that I've held like certain belts and stuff um, which was really cool Did you get to hold it?
0: Yeah, I didn't want to but I, w- I was forced to.
1: Yeah, it was cool and then there was also a raffle to win your favourite ever belt, like the Wind Eagle but we didn't win. Grado so, also tried to win it
0: <laughs> I, probably, I think he put in as much tickets as humanly possible uh, yeah. as well did-
1: Gradle but- was hilarious, the whole con. Just kicking about, just having a laugh, just talking to everyone, trying everything on, giving it Yaldi. He was another one just to, like, having a brilliant time making the most of it. And it was nice to see a bit of representation of the Scots.
0: Yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, we, we get up for our, our final panel. We were expecting absolutely nothing. Um, it was Tatanka, Um Again, much like Fred Ottman, we weren't really interested. If we missed it, we missed it. We were actually contemplating leaving before it had gone on, um, but we thought, nah, we'll we'll stay and watch it." And aren't we glad we did? Because yeah. it was, oh, it was brilliant.
1: Again, it was no disrespect. He's a good wrestler. I like him wrestler wise, but I'd never heard a lot about what he's like kind of talking and stuff. You get some people that just talk but say nothing. Um, another one that it was really interesting to hear. So he was talking about life before wrestling, that he had a really successful job, making a lot of money, like six figures and all that, like really good place, talking a lot about his heritage and things in a lot of detail, um, which was really cool to hear. And then just talking about, again, the thing, this is something I've been really interested in talking about, like the wrestling business when he was involved in it, what it's like now, what I think the couple of things are that are missing that make sense, because they kind of thing it is different these days and it's not a bad thing but there's a few things that just don't work as well as they used to and just kind of his perspective of what they need and stuff was again a really interesting perspective and another person that when he spoke i was hooked on every word at one point i was like on the front of my chair like yeah definitely i'm very respectful man and after it when because like i said earlier on everyone was packing up a lot of people had left, hardly anyone was there to see his panel. I did feel kinda bad for him. The other wrestlers and stuff and guests had left. At the end he went round and shook everyone's hand, thanked everyone personally for being there and listening to him. And it's those small things that I think it it doesn't take a lot from someone, but it makes a lasting impression. Um and again, Anne, I want to go back and watch his kind of like his his reign as well. He had like a really long, undefeated streak that it was kind of before my time, so I've not really saw a lot of them. I know of them and stuff more when he returned, but I don't know a lot about them, so you've saw him before.
0: Yep. Twice. WrestleZone. Abden Anarchy. Um, and Wrestlemania. He, and Wrestlemania, but mainly Aberdeen Anarchy. We um, wrestled Big Demo at the Beach Ballroom. Fantastic match.
1: Mm, that's random, but that's cool.
0: Classic. Uh, but yeah, to thank, it was lovely. Uh, very glad we ended up staying for his his panel, and it really bookended the the weekend for us, but yeah, I mean that that was pretty much it for the weekend like it was honestly one of the the best weekends I've had in a long time, and I wasn't really sure what to really expect going into it, but ultimately it was just a fantastic experience. um we've already started booking up for uh for next year's for the Love wrestling, which is in Manchester um next April, which is a much more convenient. Um, place to get to from Glasgow than Liverpool so I'm happy about that Um, but yeah I thought overall weekend was fantastic very very few complaints if any Mm -hmm. Um, really really enjoyed myself was worth every penny um, and I'd probably recommend anyone if you're a wrestling fan to to go even if you're not paying all the money to meet all these people I understand it's expensive just to pay your, your 40 quid to get in is worth it for the weekend, you know. The
1: panels, you've, especially.
0: You've got all your panels. You've got your um, vendors. You can go around and meet and see cool stuff. Um, I picked up a wrestling magazine from like the sixties, um, which is quite cool. Which um, for our video listener or video watchers, Kaylee is now just playing. Um,
1: I bought a magazine too, but it was very different. I got one. It was an old WWF magazine with Lita in that.
0: There you go. Yeah. So there was all this sort of cool stuff that you you wouldn't really necessarily. Have available like browse and stuff, just going around places in life. Um, so having access to all that stuff is quite cool. Um, and yeah, I would just d- definitely recommend it to anyone. Um, what were your um, thoughts?
1: No, exact same as you. Um, like I've been to like cons and stuff before. This was a hundred percent better. Um, it was nice to be in a place with like minded people. So everyone loved wrestling. It was cool to just see different things, hear different stories. Again, for the big thing I took away from it there's certain people that I knew I wanted to meet and I knew I was going to have a fun time meeting, etc. Like Trash, JBL and all that. But people like um, Tatanka and Fred Ottoman, I would never have got the opportunity to see them, hear them, etc., meet them. And just doing that, and I've really changed my perspective and 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 got to s- to see different things. And again, people there were really nice. And I'd, I'd say definitely go. And if you want, we are going anyway. So if you want to, like, all of us go together, come with us and who knows maybe if we're if we keep at this as we're planning to we might do a podcast there who knows we'll see what happens
0: um but yeah very very positive experience um and again took us a bit of time to to talk about it on the podcast but um, i'm glad we took our time and gathered our thoughts so yeah very very happy with the with the whole experience and can't wait for next year With that said, that's obviously this episode wrapped up. Um, Next week, we will be back um, and we will be discussing our items from wrestling we want to put into our Room 101 of wrestling. So uh, if you have any of your own bugbears and things that you'd like sent to the vault in uh, in Pro Wrestling, then get in touch with us on Twitter.
1: How big is this vault? Because I have a lot, like you, I'm very opinionated. I have
0: a lot of things. I mean, I can probably guess most of them already. So um, I'm looking forward to that. So that's the plan for next week. And then we are going to have our first interview um, on the podcast, which we will keep, we'll keep stum for just now, but all will be revealed. um, If you are listening and you're maybe interested in being on the podcast, you're involved in the world of wrestling, you're a wrestling fan, whatever please give us a shout because we are happy to talk to anyone. Uh, So yeah, that is pretty much us. Um, Make sure that you subscribe on the YouTube channel. That is our big um, focus right now. Um, K&K Wrestle Factory um, on YouTube. The link will be on our Twitter. If you're not already watching it here, if you're watching on Anchor, go over to Twitter. link will be in there. Um, And follow us on Twitter. Do all that stuff. Um, Anything from you, Kayleigh, before we, we finish up?
1: Um, oh, do you want to have some questions before we finish up?
0: That is a good point. I'm glad you I'm glad you reminded me there because I've, the got feeling, I've
1: got a
0: feeling I've got feeling people would have been offended if we had missed out on um, the questions here. So we only have two questions. Um, the first question comes from friend of the podcast, Mr. Ronan King.
1: Of course, of course.
0: Um, he asks how much better would it have been if Ronan King was there?
1: So, in my opinion, it would have been weird, you and MGF in the same room. I would have paid good money for like an insult contest with the both of you. I would have been like Spider Man. But um, yeah, that would have been fun. I'll take you. Like If you want to come next year, you come with us. We'll look after you. We'll take you. My, like answer, <laughs> my
0: answer is it would have been infinitely better. Um, we then have another question from Mr. Billy. Mr. Billy Strachan over at uh, SWN, who asks us, How many times do you think Ronan King rewatched the last episode with us two saying nice things about him?
1: Uh, oh, it's on loop. Rumour has it that he's bought a spare TV and he's gaffed and it just plays over and over and over again. That's what it is. It's his ringtone, text tone. That explains the views then. A, yeah. that
0: makes a lot more sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um he also asked, did JBL have any Mama Joanna um for sale?
1: Unfortunately not.
0: He didn't, unfortunately. Um didn't even try and try and shill it, which is uh, which is surprising.
1: Apologies to everyone here, but my hamster is stuck in his cage. Do you say I'm just gonna move him? There we go, sorry.
0: Okay, ha- <laughs> hamster, hamster disaster averted. <laughs> he um, was
1: stuck he was upside down, stuck in between the bar and his ladders and he was like Obviously, I need to, to
0: fix that. Fair. Um, so that is us. That is everything um, to discuss this week. Like I said, subscribe on the YouTube, follow us on Twitter. Um, if you've got any questions for us going forward, then please give us a shout, and uh, we're happy to answer them if we remember. Uh, and if at least Kayleigh pulls me up for forgetting. So that is us. Until next week, um, I will see you guys in the future. Bye.